It is 2953 of the Third Age. Erebor has been reclaimed. Saron has fled from Mirkwood into Mordor to begin his pursuit for the One Ring. And the last meeting of the White Council has tasked Gildor and Glorian with assembling a fellowship to stop Umbarian pirates from assembling ancient artifacts from a Second Age prophecy. Join the players of this Adventures of Middle-Earth Dungeons and Dragons campaign as they unravel the mysteries of the prophecy. Welcome to Arda in part one of the Inglorian Bastards trilogy, Search for Tor Arasia. Cool. You guys, um, the thing that we forgot to do the last time was um, to take a look at the land that you've been traveling through. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, and it's considered wild country. And um, so I'm going to need everybody to do um, a wisdom save for traveling through blighted lands. Just one. So it looks like um, both Burin and Tessero take a, um, a shadow point. Um, and I will roll for Riken. Yeah, I know some of you took some shadow points. There's going to be a, a fair opportunity, uh, considering the land that you're going through, to take some today. By the time you reach the Withered Heath tonight, um, you'll have been on the road for almost a month. So some of our embar embarkation rolls that we're, we're doing where you know, the temperature is getting to us or the food is scarce. Like that kind of makes sense in some ways. Like, you know, probably very few of you have actually been on the road for a month in the mountains, in wildlands and shadowlands, and let alone trying to cross the mountains while people are chasing you. Um, so we're going to start today's session where you're going to, you're in Heligrad, um, which is uh, kind of like a, not a mausoleum, but it's basically like a, uh, it's a tribute, uh, it's a Dwarven tribute site to Durin uh, on, on Durin's march, which was what they called the path that Durin took after he awoke down to Khazad Dun. Um, and if you can, um, I'm not going to share these with you. Just open up handouts, lore. And I've shared, uh, look at the top one, two, three, four, five, six uh, cards. That might not apply to all of you. Um, certainly the Dunedain. Actually, I think it applies to most people except Tessero. Uh, so the top six? The top six. You take, so not all of you will have all six. Um, so it ranges from Grey Mountains to Mirkwood to the Old Well to Raynar to the Withered Heath to Wizards and Istari. Um, so, so as those topics come up tonight, if they're shared with you, that means you know something about them. Okay. Um, and you're welcome to share that information with the group. You guys have uh, acquired Anguero. Uh, you still need to acquire, and the whole point of this mission was to go and get the Elostirian stone, the Elendil stone, which is yeah. one of the pa one of the Palantiri. Palantiri. Um, it was the, the Palantiri that sees west to Tol Arisea. Um It doesn't communicate with the rest of the um, Palantiri. Um, and so you are tracking, uh, actually the Dunedain, if you can remember how many, uh, Umbarian, uh, Corsairs you were, uh, tra trailing. Do you remember? Like, um, 16. 11. Actually. 11. Yep. Um, right, right. And, and you've killed two. Okay. So there's nine left. So you have nine Umbarian Corsairs <laughs> left. Um, yeah. And you have um, last you, last time you were out in the open sun, you had uh, you heard orc horns, and you knew that they weren't far away. Um, and you think, I mean, this you're really close to uh, the orc stronghold up there. Uh, so, 
Okay. So you guys wake up from your rest. Um, you got you got kind of like a, again, we're not doing things exactly right. You, if you had slept, you probably could have gotten like a long rest in traditional D&D. But we're kind of saving that for, um, you guys will get, hopefully, most of you will get sanctuary after this session. And you'll be able to get your cultural um, heirlooms and heritage uh, point. Uh, and if you if you have acquired any of these by leveling up to level four, uh, makes sense to everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we're going to get started right away. I'm going to move you over to a new map. So you say goodbye to Loni and Nali. Uh, they're going to look for for uh, Bal- for Balin. Um, he, they think maybe he's on a pilgrimage. He's like following the footsteps of, of Durin. So they think he's going on the march, uh, which means he went south. So they head south. But if if um, if you can look at this map, does this path make sense to you? Yeah. Is this image cut off or? Yeah, I cut because I I, oh, okay. I I have sort of planned out the various routes you could take. Got it. Uh, <laughs> and, you only uh, want us to see the one route then. <laughs> well, th- this is this was pretty straightforward. You, there's there's um, you can see where it, you could have deviated, like you could have mm-hmm. taken different paths, and it's going to get wild after this. <clears throat> so at the end of this session, we're going to have to. I'm going to ask you to sort of make some decisions so that I can plan for the future. But up until this point, I had it pretty well planned. After this point, it's all basically an outline for me because you can kind of go anywhere. Um. All right, so you started in Bree. You headed through the Lone Lens up River Horwell to that Morris over Eridor's End by Mount Gundabad, by Heligrad, um, and you're about to cross both the River Anduin and the River Greyland, which is a tributary to the River Anduin. And you're, and you're going to go through the Grey Mountains into the Withered Heath. And now is a good time for anyone that might have any of those lore cards to share information about those areas. So, uh... The Withered Heath um, is known for being a breeding ground for great worms and serpents, and dragons lived and nurtured around the Withered Heath, so we may run into something like that. And your character is privy to something else, Burin, uh, having had relatives plagued by a specific dragon. Um, is there anything that you want to share with the group about that? Yeah, so... Uh, Raynar uh, plagued the Grey Mountains um, more than 300 years ago. He's like now the greatest dragon in the north after Smog was killed. So let's, um, he's, a, he's what's considered a cold drake. That You, you would tell the group this, um, and, and most of you would know, uh, but telling you for sort of player knowledge, uh, when I say cold drake, you know, let's, let's think outside of the box, the typical D&D box where, you know, you get, you get reds that breathe fire, you get whites that breathe, you know, cold, frost, and all that. Um, really, uh, cold, all the cold Drake means is it does not breathe fire. Okay. Uh, there's, there's some people out there with some information about the Grey Mountains. So the Grey Mountains were the last remnants of the Wall of the Iron Mountains, which over, uh, stretched all over the north of Middle-earth, but were broken at the end of the First Stage after the War of the Wrath. Um... In the maps of the Second and Third Age, it may look like the Grey Mountains uh, were but a northern arm of the Misty Mountains, but in truth, the mountain range uh, was far older, stemming from the creation of Arda, whereas the Misty Mountains had not been raised until years th- after the year of the Lamps. Older than the Misty Mountains, huh? What's that? Similar I said it's much older than the Misty Mountains then, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you remember... Um, 
from the books or, or the movies um, where the, the now the king under the mountain, Dane, came from the Iron Hills. That whole army in the Battle of the Five Armies came okay. from the Iron Hills, which is to the west, or I'm sorry, to the east of uh, Erebor. Um, uh, so that chain over there and the chain you're now walking through used to be a part, um, used to run sort of east to west, and it was a really ancient uh, set of mountains. And it is older than the Misty Mountains. thought you guys would like some of this. You seem like you like the history piece. Yeah, for sure. I like being able to relate it to the books and the movies, too. It's been years since I read the books. but Dude, if I paid as much attention to Middle Earth lore as I did to history class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Me too, brother. Yeah. So you guys are hoofing it at this point. You guys come outside of uh, Helograd, um, and it seems to be clear of orcs for the time being. But um, Faradir can tell that they've been sort of trotting through the area. They knew you were there. Um, they couldn't find any tracks. Um, some, some of them, you think, maybe wandered off after the Umbarians, thinking that those tracks were yours. But you know they're in the area. You know they're looking for you, um, and you know they're not far away. Um, and so you travel for, for a good while, and you reach um, the River Greyland, which is a, a, comes out of the, the sort of the Grey Mountains. You've, you've crossed that River Anduin already, um, and you get to the River Greyland, and it's, uh, like I said, it's a tributary, uh, a little bit smaller, um, and you, you see... You see a uh, this guy here, who uh, Josh's character Riken would know as a Bjorning, um, and he he's not looking at you at all. He's hiding behind a rock and he's looking across the river. What the the amount of distance would you have to shout for him to hear us at that point, or would like a like talking would he be able to hear? What you say you're about twenty feet away, um, and you know you're hearing river sounds. Um, you're hearing some bird sounds, too. I mean, if you yelled, he'd, he'd hear you. And you said Josh's character would recognize him? As a Bjorning, or just recognize him in general? Just as a Bjorning. Okay. Um, so one of the free people of Middle-earth. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Um, Anglin would probably turn and like look back at the group and be like, um, it appears that there is um, uh, someone hiding behind a rock over there. Trader's <laughs> like, yes, I noticed that as well. He'd be like, it's a strange place for someone to sit behind a rock, don't you think? <laughs> Can I look across the river and maybe see what he's trying to spot? Good idea, yeah. So let's have everybody do some perception rolls. Oh, hold on, let's. Bef um, we'll keep these rolls, but let's have our guide do an embarkation roll. That's, that's oh, yeah. It's been a lot of fun. I don't know if I would call it. Fun, but it's been oh, a peril rating this time around. Uh, yeah, let me get it for you. These lands are not known well to me, so um, I'm gonna say they're two. All right, 12. It's a pretty decent roll, actually. Embarkation roll, so okay. Uh, the company sets it's, it's one of the highest that you can get, actually. Uh, the company sets out upon a path that will likely show them wonders long since forgotten and into dangers that would uh, quail at, uh, that most would quail at the thought of. But the auspices are good, and should the company be true, they will surely prevail. As a result, add two to the roles on the journey events table. Uh, additionally, roles made to determine the initial outcome of these encounters should be made with advantage. Um, so what I'll do, since we're not really doing journey events, 
Uh Um, I will give you a bonus at the end at our arrival roll tonight. Sweet. But you you wake up refreshed, essentially, um, and you've already uh, acquired one of the items. You feel like you're... Two of the items, and you feel like you're you're getting closer to the Umbarians. So you wake up, and you're very like cheerful and rested. Um, having said that, see skill checks. Looks like Faradir um, is is looking across the river, and he sees uh, an unusual thing. Uh, not so unusual for the wild, but just the method in which they're sitting there. You see some uh, some ravens, some crows. Um, on, on top of these bushes across the river, and they appear to be sort of scanning the perimeter. Do they look like uh, the ravens that the dwarves have a relationship with, or do they look like craven or whatever they're called? Not that our characters might know that, but you have noticed um, these appear to be the same kind of breeds as um, are used in the south, uh, like near Dunlin. <laughs> So this is like that scene in Lord of the Rings where they all randomly hide under rocks and <laughs> the birds don't see them. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right, so I just say, Crabine from Dunland, and I jump down and hide under a bush. Okay. <laughs> uh, so let's have everybody do a stealth roll. If you're going to do stealth, you'd have to actually take cover behind something. So both Burren and uh, Anglin are like, you like actually run into each other. Um, before you end up in different bushes uh, and you hear squawking starting from across the river and and it echoes um, in any sort of tree or bush where you hadn't seen birds before or even noticed them it just seems to start spreading and echoing through and the uh, the bjorning down here is it's like starts holding his ears and uh, and you see him grabbing onto the bush like he's holding on for dear life. Um, I guess Anglin would try and like dart up there and and talk to him. So Anglin, you go ahead and move uh, if you want. Okay. You don't have to do a skill check. They already know you're here. Um, okay. So so as you approach this guy, he like he like freaks out and he grabs a hold of you. Um, so I'll make a roll. Uh, okay, he misses you, but he's like reaching for you, like like and he's got this panic look in his eyes. So uh, he says, you, f- you fool, hold on to something. He says that to me? Yeah. Uh, Anglin would be like, uh, well, what seems to be the problem, dear friend? <laughs> <laughs> You're just standing there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at that point, all the take just like take off. And it's like a whole flock from, from like trees that you didn't even know were there. It's just like, they all sort of flutter away. Alright, so the Bjornin goes first. And, and he says he says, Look! And his outstretched arm, he like he points to the river. And at that moment, uh, you guys follow his hand and you see forgive the um, the way this looks, you see um, the river coming towards you. What? Alright, and so that's all that's all the farther it goes. Um, for for now, you notice it right away. Uh, is it? Does it look like it's flooding, or the the river is moving? It looks like the river has, is the level is increasing. Ah, okay. And at this point, Christian Anglin hears uh, a foul language on the wind. Okay, uh, would nice I said it? 
would yeah would he uh because of his shadow lore or could i make a shadow lore to understand it you can't understand it you don't speak it's a it's a non oramean language uh but it's uh you know it is black speech okay um anglin would yell back to the party like uh it would appear that there's uh there's dark magic here <laughs> He says, he says, we might want to hold on to something like our dear friend here. <laughs> um, so the Bjorning is going to make, uh, he's just going to continue holding on. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so Tessero, you're up first. All right. Um, <laughs> is, uh, what can I do? Okay, I, I guess he just... Uh, can you swim? I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just. Um, I don't know. He says <laughs> you can't well, swim, Sam. A lot of the, a lot of the hobbits can't swim. Yeah, except for the like the brandy wines and stuff. Dwarfs, brandy, well, we'll, brandy we'll just, bucks. Yeah, we'll, we'll have you do. Um, we'll have you do athletic checks. Let's see. Um, so you have. I drew with some arrows on the ground, um, and those are where the Umbarian tracks went. Uh, mm-hmm. So, the, so the Dunedain would know that the Faradir. But their their tracks are being sort of covered up by the river. Okay, yeah, Tessero is going to run <laughs> into the river. I was going to say we should go to higher ground, but you know, running into the river works too. Uh, I love that the <laughs> Hobbit just runs right to the river, uh, <laughs> like ah, it's flooding. Let's swim. Um, all right, so you guys, um, so you start moving downstream. Uh, I'm going to move you sort of where you are. <laughs> And uh, we'll say Reichen sees oh Tess- Tessero, um, so so he can't make it to you, but he does he does his best. All right, so he jumps in the water like he's like he's sprinting, and he like he like gets swept even farther downstream. All right, Burn, you're up, and you love swimming, Burn. Oh yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, how strong is the current? It appears to be picking up. Oh, don't worry, the water will continue to expand. There, okay. Um, I guess I'll go here and I'll try to save Tessero. I can't make it to Riken. Uh, so athletics check for you. I'm going to fail this too. Yeah, my athletics is minus one, so I'm probably screwed. Same. <laughs> um, you guys, Burin is like treading water. Uh, and, and you see Riken, who basically was in an adventure with him while Burn was drowning. Like he, Riken's like can't keep up with the water, but he sees Burn. He's like, huh? <laughs> and he keeps Not floating. too bad. Right. <laughs> so you're you're kind of you're kind of keeping up with it. All right, fair dear. Tessero's my, my pal. Uh, I feel responsible for this. Tessero's yeah. only regretting this decision because his pipe weed's getting wet. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to try to, like, catch him. So I'm going to go below him, like, right here. Try to see if we can make it to the other side. All right. All right, athletics. All right, so, yeah, you're feeling pretty confident. Um, this is, uh, you've been all over the place. You've had to ford many rivers, so you're, you're feeling okay. All right, Anglin. Anglin's going to be like, well, it was nice talking with you. I really must go now. And then he, like, pats the Bjorning on the back and then sprints towards the others. You must think we're crazy. <laughs> yeah, Anglin kind of is crazy. So, 
Oh, nice. All right, yeah. So you're just like you're like Legolas and uh, and Carapace. You're just like walking on top of the water. <laughs> so the Bjorning, you see the Bjorning take a breath and and holds on. All right. So the river keeps expanding, um, and the Bjorning is now underwater. <laughs> All right. So we're back to Tessero. Tessero, you're going to get a a penalty on your athletics check because the water has already sort of taken you away. Yeah. So we'll give you a minus one to your athletics roll. Okay. Should I just do it and then? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh wow. Awesome. So you you start out, you like you see everybody jumping in behind you and you you feel like yeah I've like inspired people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't realize they wanted to save him. <laughs> Good doggy paddle. Yeah. All right. So Tessero actually manages to get out of the. Um, out of the river. <laughs> you guys all jump like, after him. It was fun. <laughs> and he's like, Whew, just kidding. Bye. Just kidding. Jeez. Right. was like just knocking the water out of his ears on the side. I'm going to say that Riken makes it to about here and will, and he passes his athletics. Uh, Bergen? All right. So we're going to try to continue swimming. Did you fail last time? No. Are you passed? All right, so you're no no sweat. You're pissed. You you feel like you got to prove yourself this time? Because yeah, I almost drowned every time I touched water. Cool. Is there this the same river you drowned in? No, no. Okay. It was way worse. <laughs> is this the river Anduin? Because I feel like that's a bigger river than... So this is a... Um, does anybody remember what I said? The other one? I don't remember what it was called. The Grayland. It's a... It's a um, tributary. A tributary. It feeds into yeah. the Anduin. Cool. From the mountains. Correct. Sweet. All right, so I'm going to try to get here, see if I can get out. Okay. So I need an athletics check for that? Yes, you do. What happens if I fail? Uh, you, did, you fail did you fail last time? <laughs> no, no, I succeeded last time. Oh, you're good then. You, you'll get another, another shot at it. Okay. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> okay. So you guys, I, you guys see fair deer, um, losing a little bit. So you, you managed to like come a little bit this way, but you end up down here. Um, so Anglin, your turn. Hey, and did you say, I'm going to try and continue across. Did you say uh, you, just to hold off on the roll or did you, you made it last time, right? Yeah, I did a 17. Okay. So go ahead and roll one more time. So Anglin, as you're swimming, you hear the voice still on the, on the wind. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're down here next to, um, down here, like, next to Fair Deer. Okay. All right. Um, and the Bjorning, um, you actually haven't seen the Bjorning in uh, a few, like, probably six seconds or seven, eight seconds. All right, Tessero. As if we're looking back. He's like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Tessero's going to gonna run over here to this, this tree. He's yeah, going to start climbing up. It's a little bit, like, higher ground over there, too. Okay. He's still, gonna, he's still gonna start climbing up climbing up the tree. Alright, got it. Um so guess what happens to the river? <laughs> Continues to expand. Um so it makes it to sort of the base of this uh hill. And then and then angling as you're swimming, you, you're like you can you like your head comes up out of the water and then you no longer hear the voice anymore. So now Riken, I'll say Riken manages to like grab onto these rocks over here. And it's Burns' turn. All right, I'm gonna roll. I make it. 
Okay. Um, so, so you make zero forward progress, um, and you come down here and you sort of bump into Anglin. Hi, buddy. Hi, buddy. <laughs> All right, fair deer. Uh, so you have a, an athletics check with a minus one. All right. All right. So you, um, <laughs> Mark of Rage in Twitch just said, you're going to drown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you managed to sort of get your, uh, I would say footing, but more like flippers under you. Um, so you can make your your full movement if you want. Uh, still difficult terrain. All right, so I'm like clinging onto the cliff side too. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like hoping that the water doesn't keep rising. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm back. All right, buddy, it's your turn. Uh, so Burren, basically, like, you're starting to doggy paddle and you got swept away, and then Burren just came in and slammed into you. <laughs> nice. So you have a uh, so you're like ah, damn dwarf. Um, so you have a you have another athletics check uh, with a minus one. Okay. A minus two because I already have a minus one. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, so I drowned. <laughs> All right. So you keep going uh, down here. You guys are you like look over your shoulder and you see Anglin sort of uh, getting totally swept away. Um, like, like you see his hand sticking up. Does anyone have rope? <laughs> I'm sure, surely somebody has like an explorer's pack of. I think I have. I think I have rope. I have, I have traveling gear, and I have a fine walking stick. <laughs> Thought you guys could use something other than a fight. <laughs> yeah, like drowning. A nice Sunday swim. Like that. Yeah, you guys needed. You probably needed a bath anyway. Yeah. Traveling gear. A hero's traveling gear includes all the typical belongings that uh, they carry when traveling. In addition to their weapons and armor, adventurers being a somewhat rare breed in Middle-earth, there's little notion of any specialized equipment. Rather, most player heroes carry what anyone would have traversing the dangerous reaches of the wild. Sure, somebody has somebody has rope. All right, can, can we say that I have rope? You have rope. All right, cool. So, uh, Tessero's in his tree, and he... Uh, He's, he makes a lasso and he, he starts. He's, he tries to throw it uh, at a uh, angle and wrap it around him. All right. Uh, <laughs> do you have a crab lot to it? Or can I, can I tie That's it? That's a 50 foot long rope. Yeah, you got to get a like a 19 or a 20 on this roll. Could I like tie it to the end of a, in an arrow or something? Would that make uh, it better? I don't know if time. Yeah, it, it, it's, it, you know, each round is like six seconds, right? Yeah. So you okay, like. I'll just throw the rope. Um, okay, so just do a d20, I guess. Um, huh. all, right. Yeah. all right, so the rope... Um, it's me with the rope. Yeah, so you guys see this rope <laughs> that just kind of falls slack next to Riken and uh, whoever is sitting there. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess Riken will attempt the same thing. Um, so... He picks up the rope. Where it oh, oh, oh. There you go. Yeah, so Riken picks up the rope and tosses it to Anglin. Uh, nice. so, so angling your hands are like sticking out of the water and you feel this rope just like basically hit you in the hands. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. So you regain yourself, um, and you can, you can get, uh, how far is it? I can get out 25. All right. So you like, uh, so like <laughs> Reichen like helps you out of the water while he's holding onto the rope or, or maybe Faradir does. Um, the, the river for the most part appears to not be rising anymore mm-hmm. and it's Faradir's turn. Right, I start reeling. Can we? Can I help Raiken start reeling yeah. in? Yeah, let's ju- let's just say um, let's just say you guys are out of the water at this point. Um, you guys rolled uh, 
a 20. So you like place the rope right in Anglin's hand. So he's going to hold on and you guys get out of the river and manage to escape uh, certain death. Hey. So cool. take a uh, breath. <laughs> wonder what happened to that dude. You hear gurgle, gurgle, bubbles coming out. Yeah. <laughs> he, you, don't, you don't really see him. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Why didn't he just run away? <laughs> uh, he was freaked out for some reason. You don't know, like, the Bjornings are a little superstitious, uh, so you're not really sure if he's seen this happen before um, or, or is just, like, like is scared of the, of the ravens or of the, what are they called, the crabine. All right, so Marco, let's say, do you have, um, what do you, so what do you use to track? Does, does it say in your character? Uh, you always use survival to track. All right, and so let's I, do um, Get advantage on survival, on Marcos. tracking as a wanderer. Okay, so let's, um, yeah, go ahead and do that. 21. So you might, you like, you like pick up, um, you see where the water has kind of ru- uh, washed most of it away, but as you get farther away from the river, um, you're, you're able to figure out sort of where everybody's going. Though this marks the end of the episode, the road goes ever on. Until next time, join us at longwinded.one and consider giving us a review on Apple Music, Spotify, or really whichever platform you choose.